Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright. And I'm Little Leah. And welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic, and all things witchy and wonderful. Hello, all you wondrous women, and welcome to another episode of the Radical Sex Witches. I'm Little Leah, and with me, as always, is Carla Wainwright. Hi, Carla. How are you? I am great, Leah. How about you today? Uh, I'm fantastic, but we're, you know, touching on another serious topic that literally is going to touch every woman in her lifetime, perimenopause. Yep, it sure is. It sure is. Uh, And it's an important topic to talk about because, um, you know, women who start to get up towards their 40s and into their 40s, we're going to experience it. And we've got lots of commonality here. And uh, talking about these things, I think, is really healthy and helps demystify some of the craziness that happens in this period of our lives. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, perimenopause refers to the years leading up to the last menstrual period. So during perimenopause, there's a change in the levels of hormones, estrogen, progesterone, and the androgens. I'm not too sure what that is, but I'm sure Carla can tell us. And perimenopause period usually lasts from five to 10 years, although the entire process can sometimes take up to 13 years, which is fucking insane. Um, What's androgens? Do you know what that is off the top? Yeah, the androgens are the male hormones like testosterone. Oh, here they are getting us in the end anyways. Fuck the patriarchy. Uh, <laughs> and do you notice it says like 13 years? So I yeah, mean, I know. Was I was supposed thinking, to make us feel better. I know, I was thinking <laughs> that too. Lucky 13. Um, so there are tons, and I mean fucking tons of symptoms that we can go through as women. And usually they aren't some things that are, you know, identified by doctors. But I came across a really amazing woman on TikTok, and her name is Carrie Wright. Carrie underscore Wright on TikTok. She's also got a YouTube channel of Carrie Ann Wright. And all she does is make videos about perimenopause and menopause. So wh- why don't we go over some of those symptoms, Carla? Absolutely. It's a really good list. So, you know, for, for a lot of women, they notice, obviously they, they can feel like a fluctuation in their emotional uh, state of mind. Periods can change all that sort of thing, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff, like you just said. So some of the ones that um, often can be really disconcerting are things like panic attacks and heart palpitations, dizziness, uh, adrenaline surges, um, unprovoked rage. I've had that one and uh, pelvic pain, things like that. And also kind of pains in the body that you can find all over the body. So whether that's things like back pain or tennis elbow or foot pain, vaginal pain, even headaches, um, those are some of the things that can uh, happen in the body. There's like a big list of them. So it's kind of interesting in some ways, the things you experience in your body can often really be linked to, you know, the changes that happen in perimenopause. Um, Leah, do you want to share some of the weird symptoms? Well, I want to talk about one of the scary ones. And I didn't know that this existed until I actually saw Carrie's video, but air hunger. Do you know what that is? Have you ever heard of it? Yeah. So it's like when you're out of breath and it's just like, you feel like you need, you can't get enough air in to take a breath. Yeah. And I have actually had that happen to me in the last year or so numerous times. And I thought maybe I was just tripping balls because I smoked a joint earlier or something like that. Um, But to watch these videos and have these aha moments, like, you know, you're like, okay, well maybe I'm not fucking dying. Um, there are definitely some weird ones. So changes in your body odor. Oh, I can't wait for that. 
internal vibrations. Like you're just sitting there and all of a sudden there's like weird twitches in your body, skin dryness, dot, dot, dot everywhere. You can fill in the blanks, dear listeners at home, changes in taste, paranoia, food cravings, OCD tendencies, intrusive thoughts, and a burning tongue. Like Jesus, like men get nothing except their balls getting saggy. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) They get defined features. Lucky fuckers. Yeah. I mean, you know, the hormones are changing so dramatically in the body. Um, I think many of us in perimenopause actually feel like, uh, like a teen girl once again, where, you know, your hormones and your moods are all over the place. You're experiencing all this stuff in your body that is weird, uh, not so wonderful and challenging. And so, yeah, with all of those changes happening in the body, there's all kinds of symptoms that can come up with that. That can be really, really challenging. Absolutely. And to find someone like Carrie on the internet, you know, it really shows us that we're not alone, that we're not crazy, that other people are going through this. And then you go and you read the comments and it's just like, it's more of a collective, like, is it, I don't know, the media and stuff doesn't want to talk about the fact of us getting old. They're very concerned with us always looking perfect and pushing out children and, you know, having that Instagram worthy life. So fuck you media. (laughs) Totally looking 23 forever. Yes. I wish. I mean, I wish that I had the smarts that I have today, but still look 23. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. There's a couple of other symptoms here that are worth uh, mentioning. So of course, like the loss of libido or sometimes increase in libido, uh, breasts getting sore. Um, but these were a couple of my favorites, chin hair, uh, bat wings. I've had chin hair forever, man. Like random <laughs> fucking little boing out of my chin. Totally yeah. So I'm going to grow a beard. Is that what we're fucking saying here or what? Well, it's part of the witchy look, I guess. Better not. I got to <laughs> land me a man before I stop waxing. <laughs> and other big ones that I'm sure a lot of our listeners will, will relate to is insomnia. So lots of sleep changes, um, which makes everything so hard to deal with. So you're dealing with all this other shit and then you can't sleep. Uh, depression, zits. Um, yeah. Feeling cold, feeling hot, hot flashes, all of that sort of thing. So, you know, no shortage of things to experience uh, in this lead up to menopause. Yay! Isn't being a woman awesome 24 <laughs> 7? Well, it is. But I mean, it, it is, aside boundaries. from this bullshit. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, like, personally for me, um, I have been in perimenopause at least 10 years. I'm very close to menopause now, which I'm celebrating because it's been a wild ride these past 10 years. And a lot of the symptoms that I mentioned, I've experienced, uh, and it's kind of exhausting. It's, um, you know, it's just sort of like, okay, what's going to be on the menu today. And you have periods where things, you know, feel relatively the way you're used to. I don't want to say normal, like typical. Um, and then it's like, you go off the deep end. And so right now for me, I'm definitely in hot flash, uh, land. So, um, they're not just at night, they're whenever. And um, so it's constantly that the, either it's like stripping off all my clothes or then being freezing, putting all the clothes back on again. And the sleep piece has also been really, really challenging. Um, fortunately, my menstrual cycle is almost done. And that is amazing. So. Well, speaking of, I mean, I have an IUD, so I have not had a period in five years and I think that's pretty fucking amazing, but 
not having like everything synced up. Cause you know, like a week before you get bitchy or your boobs would hurt, like everything would fall in line to happening. And you'd be like, "Uh Oh, I think I'm getting my period. But since I've had my IUD and that doesn't happen, I'll get all those like stretched out in different places. Now throw in me getting older. And it's like, I watch a movie I've seen 500 fucking times before and something so innocuous. And I'm like, (laughs) just fucking crying over it. Like, and why? I mean, maybe it is a good thing that I live alone because I'd probably be (laughs) carted off to a loony bin somewhere for like, I I definitely fall into like unprovoked rage and crying and all that shit. So it's, I think until maybe that comes out, but I'm wondering if I can get another one put back in, like, because it's for me been the best thing ever. So, or it could be complete chaos when it actually comes out of my body and everything comes crumbling down around me. I don't know. I'm a modern day science experiment, I think. Yeah. Wait and see, I guess. Yep. I'm going to ride it out just like everything else in life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, um, you know, so so some of the challenges for many of us uh, at this time is that uh, for for people who have kids, because a lot of us chose to have kids later, women are going into perimenopause as our daughters are getting their periods. And that's the, the oh my God, my house. So I have, you know, two 14 year olds, um, twins. And, um, yeah, so sometimes it is like super hormone soup in here, uh, all kinds of stuff going on with, um, you've got the full end of the spectrum and it's a lot, right. It's a lot to have all of these things happening. And, um, you know, another challenge too, is that, you know, before when people had kids early, usually women would be going through perimenopause and kids would have left home. And now it's like most of us are in the full throes of teenagehood and career and all of the things. And so that's when the symptoms become really challenging because we're trying to manage all the things in life. Um, And even if you don't have kids, it's like most of us are really like getting our careers super ramped up at this time and really busy and kind of really figuring out what it is we want to do with our lives. And uh, yeah, dealing with the ups and downs of perimenopause can make this time really challenging when we often just really feel like we don't have the energy or we want to be devoting our energy into other pursuits besides dealing with hot flashes and periods that never end and cramps and all of those sorts of things. Well, it's interesting that you say that like the previous generation had kids earlier, therefore their kids were already gone when they were hitting menopause. Well, let me tell you, okay, for first spoiler or disclaimer, I love my mom. She's the fucking best in the entire world. But when I was 20 years old, I moved from Vancouver up to Prince George and they had already lived here for a year. And I already had a year of freedom of being a total absolute animal, let go into, you know, society. And, but I'm certain for a fact that she was like, you know, cause that was like what, 23 years ago. Now she absolutely must've been going through at least perimenopause or menopause. And she was a raging fucking bitch for no reason. And I never understood it. And, you know, like maybe when you're that old, like when you're like 20 something and you're like, oh, this must be menopause, you know, like you don't think in the capacity of what that woman in your life is truly going through. And again, she's the best fucking mom in the world. We have the best relationship, but I'm sure there were times that there was close to murder back when I (laughs) I came to live with my parents again for like a year or two to go to college in this city. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, very possible that she was uh, experiencing all that. And maybe with the added stress of having a kid move back home, which was probably amazing and stressful at the same time, you know, <laughs> combination. Yeah. 
So <laughs> society's really stuck on women, on wanting women to know that their true value lies in their sexuality and their fertility. And we see it in like all of our favorite shows from yesteryear and even today. So what are some off the top of your head that you can think of? Yeah. So as I was thinking about this episode, um, what was coming to my mind was this uh, remembering of um, all in the family. So my dad used to watch that. And this one episode where um, Edith, it's actually the whole episode is called Edith's problem. And, you know, yeah. So she is going through the change of life and acting, you know, in quotation marks, crazy. And of course, driving Archie insane. And it's all really done through his lens, you know, the lens of it's driving the man crazy to have a woman so unstable and crying one moment and, you know, joyful and sexual the next and all of those sorts of things. And I, yeah, I remember watching it at the time and being kind of mystified, but, you know, why is this woman being so weird? And then reflecting on it now of kind of like, wow, that's like a pretty misogynistic lens. Like, Edith's problem. No, Edith's I think problem. Archie's That's problem. Right. <laughs> and that was a huge show for its time. But if you think of it, there was a lot of like <laughs> poking the bear, so to speak, in that whole yeah, entire show. For sure. And I mean, you know, there weren't any other shows talking about menopause or things like that. And, and they did right. talk about a lot of really important, relevant issues. Um, and of course, now we're looking at that, you know, 40 years later and it, it, it seems archaic, but I do remember that. And um, yeah, and then there's some other shows that I also remember. So I'm a, I'm a big Golden Girls fan. Who um, isn't? I know. I know. Was it you who told me, uh, is it uh, Dorothy in the Streets and Blanche in the Sheets? No, but I've seen like memes of, of that online. And yeah. I think it's truly fascinating. Like that show has been gone forever. I don't think, except for Betty White, none of them are alive. Right. Betty White, the national treasure, the global treasure. Um, but how many people still love this show? And like, even men, like I have a friend that's like in his early thirties and his mom bought him a golden girl's blanket. (laughs) What does a golden girl's blanket look like? Fucking fantastic is what it looks like. And I'll ask him to send me a picture of it too. Maybe we can share it. Yeah. You know, I still, when I need to like shut things off and just go to a happy place with no stress. I watch the golden girls and it it makes me really happy. Anyway, there's an episode called the end of the curse. So the curse, as I'm sure you're all familiar is what a lot of women call their period and uh, Blanche. Yeah. Thinks she's pregnant and then finds out that no, but she's in menopause and has this big crisis because, you know, her youth is gone and, you know, all of the negative things that people associate with, um, your fertility, a woman's fertility being gone, but Blanche being Blanche, she gets back up on that horse. Did she and, ever get off the horse? I mean, well, really, it's really. all about her fucking like the entire series, which, which is I love awesome. So much. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might have been one of the first shows that I heard them ever say the word slut. <laughs> yeah. They talk about sluts a lot and she really owns the word slut. So yeah, it's absolutely. <laughs> um, couple of others. So, you know, in that 70s show, uh, you know, Kitty, the mom acting so erratic. Awesome. Yes, but they call her crazy kitty. So yeah. of course, you know, that's that's not too great. Um, yeah, you also remember Sex in the City. Yeah, Samantha was going through menopause. It's been or perimenopause. It's been a while since I've seen it, and I can't remember if it was at the same time that she was also like getting chemo treatments, but like 
I just remember her just sweating profusely. And I mean, this one is a more modern take on things because the whole show is written as a women's perspective. And so it really did show the struggles that that Samantha was going through and because she was like 10 years older than than the rest of the girls, so to speak. And so I found that on a more realistic aspect because it wasn't like she was having a great time. And her boyfriend, she had that really hot blonde actor model boyfriend at the time. I can't remember his name, Um, but like she would be commenting about like how she she's just like, I can't even have sex. But then I want to have sex and I don't want to have sex. So (laughs) that was one of the more realistic ones that that I have seen in, in more recent times. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's one other that I wanted to share. Um, have you seen better things? No, I haven't. Yeah. With Pamela Adlin and she's so great. She's got such a dry witty humor, but her character goes to the doctor, um, and basically asks like, am I done? Am I all dried up? Am I a man now? Oh my God. (laughs) I know. Like, that's just like, Oh, really? Um, first of all, you're not all dried up. And are you a man now because you're not menstruating? So yeah, it wasn't like that was that's pretty hard to hear. And the, really, the point is, is that we aren't women anymore. The point is that we are women. And we just don't actually have to worry about the big one getting pregnant, Woo-hoo! which is like a massive celebration or, you know, leaking bleeding um, onto your clothes or just dealing with periods. And the reality is, is actually once you have moved through all the craziness of perimenopause. Once you're in menopause, things are pretty like smooth sailing. So Um, when you said I'm a man now, my first thought was like, sweet, I can stand up and pee in more places. (laughs) You know, I did as an aside, I have one of those camping pee things. Yeah, they're shiwi. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) When I did the Stephen King rules film festival, I was talking about like not peeing my pants on camera and someone found me on Twitter and they like sent a link. They're like, Hey Leah, we want to take care of you. Like this, this will help. And it was a shiwi. And I thought that was fantastic. Here, shiwi, this is a sponsorship opportunity. (laughs) We'll make commercials. (laughs) You want our commercials. They'll be fantastic. Stop peeing on your shoes. No, I pull a Blake Lively where you just wear a dress and you're not wearing your underwear and you just like prop one leg up and give her. <laughs> That's right. I'm the master of peeing in places that I shouldn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I would really love to see is a show that really celebrates menopause, you know, in the way that actual women are celebrating it. Most women, once their periods are done and they're not having to worry about getting pregnant and the hormone fluctuations are kind of all settled it is actually a really big celebration. And so it seems that in the media, the focus is only on the inconvenience of it and also how it inconveniences men. So let's get over that and let's actually celebrate. And we could be wrong. There could be a show out there that does exist. I mean, there's literally so many shows that, and there's only so much time that we can watch them. So if we're wrong and you're listening to this and you're like, no, 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 there is a show. Come find us on Instagram. Radical yeah. sex, which is nice plug. Hey, just slip that in there. <laughs> That's excellent. Excellent. We want to know about the shows with the narrative uh, that is celebrating women over 50 rather than uh, once you turn 50, your life is shameful and sad. Yeah, no, I, I don't believe that your kids are gone. You're not bleeding. Maybe your husband's dead and you just have <laughs> all your inheritance money to go globetrotting with. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, find boy toys because you won't get pregnant. <laughs> Be a Blanche. <laughs> Living your best Blanche. <laughs> Living your best Blanche. That's right. 
That's right. So although women have been taught to dread menopause, this life stage ushers in the springtime of the second half of life and is often accompanied by surges in creativity, vitality, newfound ambition, and the need to be of meaningful service to the community in a larger way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the Taoists refer to menopause as the second spring. And in some ways, um, it feels like perimenopause can be, you know, a winter because you're dealing with all this shit and symptoms and, um, and just your emotional state. And uh, all of that seems to lift. Like once you hit menopause and you have this opportunity to be in the second spring where all of the energy that you previously were, you know, putting into your uterus and your uterine lining and shedding that every month and all the energy with your cycle, all of that actually ends up going into your creativity and into your relationships and into the way that you want it to go into the world without having to, you know, um, dedicate that energy into other areas. So it's actually a pretty exciting time. And uh, for a lot of women, they're having the best sex of their lives after menopause and they're living their best life and they're doing things and exploring things and creating things that uh, they could only dream about when they were younger. So it's actually a really exciting time and um, it's something that we should be celebrating. Like life doesn't end at 50. Life just begins again. I think that every decade I'm like, Oh, something new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we want to know what you think, what you've been going through. Have you read any good books, seen any good shows, this, that, the other thing? You know how to find us, uh, the Radical Sex Witches at gmail.com or Radical Sex Witches on Instagram. Everything's in our show notes. Drop us a line. We want to know what you're going through. Next time, we have a really special guest, Dr. Mina Kumar, who is going to talk about spiritual medicine with a specific focus on sexual health. As always, I'm little Leah. And I'm Carla. We are the Radical Sex Witches, and we will see you next time. Are you curious about how to liberate your inner witch and experience more pleasure, turn on, and a deeper connection to life? Head over to embracingshaktitemple.com to learn how you can shed old limiting expectations, beliefs, and patterns, and finally let yourself be guided by your inner feminine wisdom and magic.